0: Be true good friends and I might drive you down the bend But I'm sure crazy kids will so work it out in the end I
1: might kiss you on the lips despite you nose But I guess that's how it goes Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows I'm back in my hole. Back in your I've, hole. I've uh, scuttled back to my dungeon, my hole, my hole in the ground. No, nobody knows that you left, really. I know. Uh, well, the yeah. the faithful, <laughs> the faithful ones will. But I you also think, know.
0: I don't think that anyone listening to this keeps up with where you are in your house
1: anywhere should. near as
0: much as
1: you think they do. <laughs> they should that way they can kind of keep tabs on me, and know when I'm out of the house, come rob the place. Tanner's been out Joke's of his
0: podcasting them. hole for a week because there are men in his house and he's scared of them and I'll just tell everyone that that's true and that is that the case and fucking is
1: true. Tell me it's a lie. but that's not why I'm not that's why I, <laughs> that's not why I couldn't use my podcasting.
0: There Don't. are men in his house fixing his they had pipes taped and up he's like dust tape them. like dust He's raft afraid everywhere. of the men Sure. But you're, are you or are you not afraid of the men in your house?
1: Well, they're gone now, so I can confidently say no. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> they can never hurt me again. Yeah. <laughs> um, they didn't hurt me. They were very polite, and they helped me fix my house, uh, which was broken. And, but now I'm back home. I'm back in my home environment, back on home turf. Yeah. Um, you seem like you're checked out, Jack. What? Um, I guess, quick question for you. Yes. How much is it going to cost? How much is it going to cost? Uh, my rate actually, much like Julia you, Roberts, for the is next an hour $100
0: an hour. That's true. We have the same rate. Uh, not adjusted for inflation. So there you go. It You're going to really, cut that,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> um, How much to have you for the next hour and a half? I guess $100. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Now we can relax, uh, we
0: watched Pretty Woman this week. I guess i should ad- I, I don't know if we, I should address it because you've heard an episode in between now and then, but uh, I didn't have any power for a week. It's kind of interesting because
1: uh, um, it's, it's not it's it not terribly interesting. an ordeal <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jack didn't have power for a week, so we didn't record, and you obviously noticed the the absence of an episode um yeah two weeks a couple ago weeks ago. Now. yeah. But now we're back in our stride. You you also probably heard, unless he artfully grafted it in. Yeah, um, we were planning once again to watch something else, and then once again we just like fucked off in the with cold light it, of you know? day.
0: We're like, let's watch a classic. Let's watch a, a, a
1: Stone Cold. Well, you know classic. what we realized? There yeah. was a whole America's Sweetheart like going stale on the shelf over here. Like we've done Sandra Bullock. We've done Reese. We've done Drew. We've done Meg. From Meg Ryan. Yeah. Who are we missing?
0: Yeah. We haven't, our collection's not complete.
1: Yeah. Do you know that
0: I watched Notting Hill
1: earlier this week just because? Wow. You know, you could have just been like, when I was like, let's watch something else, you could have just said, okay, how about Notting Hill? The the way that that conversation
0: went was you said you wanted to do a Julia Roberts movie, and inexplicably, you said, either either of the two Julia Roberts I guess classics in your mind pretty woman and my best friend's wedding <laughs> yeah what would you yeah, do of course and i in i think what that i meant was runaway bride okay <laughs> as that discussion g- was getting going i said to you i think notting hill is one of my favorite movies and then you said that's weird and then hung up <laughs> Just exited out of the what? Zoom, and I was like, "Okay, I guess, I guess that really that really hit a sour note for him." <laughs> I don't remember that. Hey, folks, uh, it's Jack here. Uh, just cutting in, uh, I was doing the edit, and it occurred to me that uh, we record all our Zoom conversations as a backup uh, in case we lose an audio file. So. I guess I'm in a position to pull that audio now and, uh, we can all take a listen and see whether it was in fact weird. <laughs> um, so do you want to do, uh, what sense of sensibility or, um, pretty woman for tomorrow? Pretty woman. Pretty woman. Okay. I just rewatched Notting Hill, man. What a fucking absolute banger. It might be my favorite movie.
1: What? That's a huge statement.
0: It's an incredible movie. I've seen it like 20 times. All right. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Yeah, I think you have become distracted by something else. Was our conversation over? It was, yeah, it was coming to an end. But I kind of wanted to throw out that Notting Hill trial balloon. And you were like, huh, I I have nothing to add to this. This is the end of it. But I'll put it to you. Notting Hill is a masterpiece of American cinema starring America's sweetheart, Julia Roberts, who's also in this film, another masterpiece of American cinema, well, Pretty Woman. I've seen it.
1: Everyone loves it. Tanner's a gearhead. You probably could have... Yeah, I'm a gearhead. Pretty good joke. <laughs> um, I pitched it to Jack. soft-pitched it to Jack before we started. Yeah, Tanner soft-pitched it by... to me. I don't want to take credit for that. Yeah, he's a gearhead. Spelled yeah. G-E-R-E.
0: Yeah, join the party. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, the thing about what we were just talking about, yeah, which was, as you'll remember... Notting Hill is good. Here's the thing, Jack, and no one cares... <laughs> I Everyone didn't know she cared. was in. No, 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 I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought this was a typical like Jack, like being like an intellectual, like an intellectual non sequitur. Oh, hey, while we're <laughs> you know while we're just like here talking, as sophisticates, I should say. Notting Hill. Now, I love Notting Hill. Films. You didn't advocate for it. I think
0: you, you the reaction was really appeared
1: it. really strong.
0: It, it you said something like that's weird. I said Notting Hill is one of my favorite films. It surely was not about that. That's weird.
1: (laughs) I think of nothing. uh, You know what? That is kind of weird for that to be one of your favorite films. (laughs) Think of all the cinema out there.
0: I think you'll find, and listeners, uh, please weigh in in the comments, that many people
1: absolutely fucking adore that wonderful movie. (laughs) Well, you know what fucking wonderful movie I adore that I watched today? Pretty Woman. The Julia Roberts movie we did watch, which was Pretty Woman, which was enchanting. It's enchanting, yeah
0: let's So we'll say i guess we could say the movie but should we just get this out of the way should we get that we've got some academic work
1: to do okay do you want to get that out of the way um, now sure what kind of academic work i want i'm to not i'm not very good at academic work i'll say
0: talk about retellings of the pygmalion myth through
1: the ages yes okay Pygmalion. got it okay I'm just gonna I'm gonna be and Scott right along with you, see if I can keep up. Okay. So I was thinking about that concept a good deal
0: throughout the watch of this film. And so much the so the concept that after of Pygmalia. The concept of retelling Pygmalion through the ages, what it says about us. I tried to find okay. some sort of Freudian readings of Pygmalion, couldn't find them on short notice, so we're just gonna kinda wing it here. Okay. But I was interested enough in the concept that I... I there was a PS1
1: I, game called War Pigs that I played a lot I of. pulled out my old battered copy got here. Metamorph- metamorphosis by, C's by Ovid. Ovid.
0: Um, and reread the Pygmalion myth. And I was struck. And you've seen, of course, some version of My of Fair Lady.
1: Oh, yeah. I actually have seen that. Yeah. And then, of oh, course, okay. also Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah, but
0: or um, Lady and the Tramp. The thing that I was struck by, and I think this could be a good uh, way to table set, if I may use that as a ver- an intransitive verb for this Please. conversation, is that in rereading the Ovid, people always talk about My Fair Lady and, to an extent, Pretty Woman as retellings of Pygmalion. But I think they're not so much modern retellings, but instructive— Remind me. I, okay, I've, I've obviously in seen a Pygmalion a, sentence, a million but, yeah. times.
1: mm I've seen it You've a million s- times. Okay, <laughs> but remind me how it goes again. Well, let me say the sentence. I
0: think that this is not so much a modern retelling of Pygmalion as it is an instructive subversion of it. Okay. In Ovid's and it telling, is. yes. Yeah. In Ovid's telling, and I think we'll read the um, we'll, we can read the Ovid myth together rather than me telling you. Though I should warn you, it's very uh, oh, quite quite sexy. So we may need to. Uh, <laughs>
1: find Maybe a way to we're, we're tone it
0: down a bit dusting off
1: like <laughs> some old characters
0: <laughs> yeah but i will say and you'll know this from our reading in ovid's telling pygmalion is shocked by the vices of women and turns away from his natural libidinous impulses to find love in art right okay uh, a statue he makes a statue he makes a, a sexy statue oh he jerks off to it it's very onanistic in a way which is not true of this this is expressly copulative, but I think the Pygmalion myth is in some ways... Oh, he anonistic. makes like
1: a hole in the statue. Let's that's not. What do you mean by copulative?
0: <laughs> I always just land this point. It's actually not much of a point, but I do think it's a good
1: table setting for our conversation. I'm Higgins... still a little lost okay. on the Pygmalia stuff. So does he... <laughs> what He makes a statue he can have sex with, and that's the whole story? He is... The thing that's interesting, or the thing that I caught and, on to... And that this, is what we okay. keep retelling? And how is that related to...
0: <laughs> Pretty woman. The thing that I cotton on to in this rereading of Pygmalion is that yeah. it begins. Here, I'll read you the beginning of it. Um, but we, should, we pro- should probably read the whole thing and have two prude dudes kind of desexify it because it's very hot. Yeah, I think so. Um, sounds
1: like it's going to be really steamy.
0: So here's here's how it begins. When Pygmalion saw these women living such wicked lives, he was revolted by the many faults which nature has implanted in the female sex and long lived a bachelor existence without any wife to share his home. But meanwhile, with marvelous artistry, he skillfully carved a snowy ivory statue. So he wow. is disgusted by his sexual impulses and suppresses uh, them by making a beautiful statue. Meanwhile, you got doll. Richard Gere here, who finds a real sexy pretty woman and uses artifice to cover her over and make her palatable to whatever his idea of society is. And in some ways makes
1: her, I think, less authentic to herself. Wow. I so think it's, sort it's an of interesting The movie is about how he does not do that.
0: Okay. And
1: sort of... <laughs> invites her into this world to disrupt okay. it trying to find trying to find an angle <laughs> sounds like you don't know the fucking pygmalion myth at all <laughs> do you want to read it and
0: unsexify it or should we, let, should we let's um, yeah let's do it let's say the film first for folks who
1: haven't seen it or haven't seen it in a while it's pretty it's pretty yeah basic. okay it's just um, pygmalia if you've seen pygmalia you've seen it's this pygmalion. guy like Hates that women are so sexy and decides to go, like, Sigma and then, like, <laughs> makes himself, like, a statue that he can have sex with. And that's yeah. the whole story. That's the whole Pretty story. Pretty woman. Yeah. No, here's what happens, actually. Yeah. There is a guy called Richard Gere. And his yes. middle name, we just learned, is, what was Tiffany. it? Tiffany. Tiffany. Interesting.
0: I'm taking that on
1: something you've told me. So, if it's not true. It says it on Wikipedia. Janet. Okay.
0: Richard Tiffany Gear.
1: He's this tough as nails, literal billionaire, literal billionaire, and he's no mercy, cutthroat. He's got real Fifty Shades of Grey energy. Also very warm and charming, and like I- incredibly kind to everyone he meets. I think he has a distance, including to him. some of his like, business people he's going up against competitively <laughs> in business.
0: Okay, I think he is incredibly a little warm, bit cold. Yes. Okay. I should mention I
1: am a gearhead.
0: You're a gearhead, so we're gonna get we're gonna get a slightly skewed take. And
1: it is G E R E, thank you. And I'm yeah. yeah, and I was saving it for that kind of delivery. So <laughs> yeah, thank sorry. you, Jack. Yeah, I
0: really stepped on your joke there.
1: Uh, no, but he's he is really nice. They're both like the whole movie is supposed to be how she's like a sex worker with a heart of gold, but he's like a really like ruthless, cutthroat executive with a heart of gold too. Yes, I think he's really nice. You thought like no, I think he's cold. I mean, he, I get that he's supposed to be a g- bad guy, but he's like pretty nice. <laughs> I think he's quite charming.
0: He works too hard. He's a workaholic. Uh he uh, steals George Costanza's
1: car. Yeah, George Costanza. begins. playing George Costanza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he steals his like Ferrari or whatever. He takes his Ferrari and he
0: gets lost in the inner city and Julia Roberts is there plying her trade and he asks her for directions and she's like, That'll be twenty bucks. This is before
1: MapQuest. He seems to lack any instinct for risk. You know? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, sure. Like get in the car. <laughs> yeah. And then like he gets to his like fancy hotel and he just like brings her in, doesn't give a shit that like all the like hoity toity people's like monocles are all popping out, you know like He doesn't care about his standing in society. I guess that's maybe what you get when you're, like, an ultra-billionaire like he is.
0: And then, so, he pays for her to stay the night, which is $300. Wow. What
1: year year was this movie? Nineteen
0: eighty. He literally takes her to the penthouse of the fanciest hotel in the city, like, from his Ferrari. And he's like, how much for the night? And she's like, you couldn't afford it. How much for the entire night?
1: Stay here. (laughs) And couldn't afford it. Try me. Three hundred dollars. Done. Thank you. Now we can relax. (laughs) It's Yeah, (laughs) it's three (laughs) hundred dollars. He's like, okay, I think I can fucking swing that. I think this is also after he's already (laughs) admitted that he's like trying (laughs) a billion dollar company. She's a knife. And they um, they have relations. We're just gonna have to say that. She like immediately whips out the like condoms. And it's like, let's get it done. And he's like, no, like, let's chill. I'm going to do my taxes. You watch Lucy episodes. And then we're going to have a psychosexual, like, adventure where we watch Lucy. And then we will have relations. Yeah. And then they do have relations.
0: And then he pays for her for the whole week, during which they fall in love. The end. (laughs) (laughs) So nice.
1: (laughs) So nice. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, there's famous scene where she goes shopping. That's very famous on Rodeo Drive, and everyone's mean to her, and they look down on her because of her oh, profession. Oh, but then she's got this buddy demeanor.
1: who works at the hotel. Oh yeah, the, he's fun. He's nice. He's like the the manager of the hotel. And first, he's like horrified that there's this like unrefined person in his hotel lobby. But then he ends up like helping her class up, and then. Um, they really form a really nice friendship. This is such a nice movie. It's nice. For yeah. a movie about Sweet. like a corporate shark. Does it age well? I don't know. Who's like in, in Hollywood on a mission to destroy an old man's like legacy. Yeah. <laughs> he becomes a nicer businessman and Gears. is
0: nice to the other businessmen later in the, in the
1: end of the movie. Except and that's George it. Costanza, who he does punch in the face
0: richard Gere reveals to george costanza alone who's his lawyer that julia roberts is not in fact his girlfriend but is a sex worker and george costanza treats her like absolute garbage and gets punched in the face rightly
1: and then kicked out of kicked out of the movie essentially. kicked out of the movie but he's still quite rich <laughs> yeah sure yeah i think the the sort of easy the thing you kind of have to accept about this movie is mm-hmm. that like to buy into the narrative we're all just sort of f- filthy rich
0: we're all filthy.
1: Like race. we're just driving around our like Ferraris, you know, and like throwing around money and buying million dollar companies. Okay, let's talk about how it, what it has to do with this guy having sex with a statue. Yes, perfect. Yeah, I knew that that would be a stick in the back of your. Oh, mind. Oh, there was a nice part at the end. Just go watch it. It's really nice. It ends really nice. Yeah, it's he nice. like climbs the the fire escape to like sweep her off her feet after like. You know trying to just like keep her as like a side piece
0: i think that he's afraid of intimacy and and is enacting this sort of male like there's a very telling moment in the film where he's beautifully playing the piano and she comes downstairs and she's like
1: I didn't know you played
0: and he says I only play for strangers and that's you know that's the thing for both of them I guess is they're only comfortable
1: sort of showing their true selves cool thing uh, to say
0: in in front of strangers
1: if I were sitting there at the bar and I heard him say that I'd be like oh Jesus I need (laughs) to use that I going to learn how to play the piano (laughs) yeah (laughs) But, but so let's read this
0: origin story since you've been asking you want to know about this man who fucks a statue I want well you fucking
1: like set it up like that (laughs) (laughs) of course i want to know about it
0: but it's kind of dirty it's kind of filthy it's kind of a little bit too sexy it's what this sexy movie is i think based on all the people in rotten tomatoes were like it's a cinderella story no it's a pygmalion
1: story yeah obviously it's just like the 19 (laughs) the the ps1 game war pigs
0: so i'll just tell you this story that i think this film is based on by reading it but we've got to desexify it so in order to do that we need to bring in our old friends the two
1: dudes. Oh, God. It's been a while. We've done this show now for, like, over a year, and I wonder yeah. if my, like, tolerance for this stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, I've seen P and V. I've seen V and P. I've seen, like, yeah. D and, like, V and P. Okay, wow. Like, P and P. Like, V's <laughs> and D's and yeah. P's. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um, So I'm wondering if I can even, like, get in this prude mindset anymore but i'm gonna try okay well ovid is famously sexy sounds it sounds like it's gonna make me really horny
0: yeah do fucks a statue okay let's get the prude dudes in here and we will tell the story of pygmalion but taking out the sexy parts and making it palatable for human ears and for folks who are listening to the podcast at the dinner table
1: knock 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 it's creak Hello, it's me, Tanner Greenring. I'm a prude dude. I'm um, a Midwestern, born and raised, mm-hmm. uh, nice Minnesota family. Never talked about sex. Um, in fact, I have uh, early memories of hearing the song "Faith," I think, by George Michael as a kid, um, mm-hmm. and thinking it was like pretty scandalous, you know, and then yeah. therefore like being kind of um, scandalized by sex for the rest of my adult life.
0: My name is Jack Shepard. I'm British by birth and so incredibly reticent and awkward talking about any topics like that. And I remember hearing the song, Let's Talk About Sex, Baby, and thinking, no thanks.
1: Yeah, let's not. <laughs> yeah, actually, let's not. <laughs> that is a good song, uh, So though. we're... <laughs> Despite the, like, sort of blue light. It'd be
0: funny, you know, it'd be funny if they censored it.
1: Let's talk about <laughs> beep, <laughs> Baby. <laughs> It would be funny, Tipper Gore. Um, (laughs)
0: um, So we're going to take this uh, famously sexy myth about a guy fucking a statue and we're going to make it palatable for folks who, again, are listening to this at the dinner table with their family, and I'm sorry I said guy fucking a statue about seven times in the last five minutes.
1: Yeah, and I was talking about him jerking off to it earlier. Let's I don't go. Know which one's worse, I guess they're sort of the same thing. No, I'm not gonna read really. this out to you. It's fairly short. You it's cross about, a line, I guess.
0: It's shorter than your traditional sex scene in a romance novel, and you just get your red pen out, and we'll correct it as we go. Okay. Great. When Pygmalion saw these women living such wicked lives, he was revolted by the many faults which nature has implanted in the female
1: sex. I guess we like. Oh, we shouldn't say that last word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, many faults which nature has implanted in. What's that
1: game that you were talking about? War pigs. Yeah, war pigs. Let's look up some characters. Does that have war some pigs. like glitches in there? This will give me a chance to go back and actually look up what it was called. Hogs of War. So Hogs much better.
0: War. So completely unlike Pygmalion. Let me yeah. say
1: Hogs of War. Like four different. Hogs of the, War. Who's of the creator of, of that? Hogs, game. Of Hogs of War. Hogs of War. Hogs of War. Stop Hogs doing of that. war Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that to get pickups and so you could pace over. Oh, I see. So who's Hogs of War, a what's pig the shaped collection of islands located in the South Pacific Ocean known as Sausage Australia has been found to be a rich source of swill, depicted okay. like oil being harvested by pumpjacks. That is described as the lifeblood of pigs and that whoever controls this will controls the world, thus leading to all nations engulfing in an all-out war to conquer the region. The Chosen Nation Squadron battles through each of Australia's five main regions. Hogshead, Australia, Trotsville, Bellyopolis, and Austria. Ooh, a little naughty. <laughs> that is naughty. Okay, who's the publisher? Oh, um, great games. Gremlin Interactive. Okay, so tell me if this sounds right. When Pygmalion Fun. saw these women Fun living name. such
0: wicked lives, let's just say when Pygmalion saw these... Uh, Hogs of War okay. at the GameStop.
1: Yeah, let me go You want me to look up the names of the teams? I no, can for you.
0: absolutely not Okay. When Pygmalion saw Hogs of Tempted War to. at the GameStop He was revolted by the many faults which Nature, well, no, which um, Gremlin Interactive Gremlin Interactive is, yeah Had implanted in the game.
1: Yeah, I'm on the Hogs of War wiki now
0: yeah. uh, Great, um,
1: that's super useful Teams I thought I'd just give you a little more fodder here, you know? The garlic grunts.
0: Nope, it's not helpful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, now I'm realizing now that they're all tied to nationalities, too. um, Yeah. And I'm thinking some of them are probably pretty offensive. (laughs) (laughs) He had long lived a bachelor
0: existence without any wife to share his home. That tracks. You know? Gamergate. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But meanwhile, with marvelous artistry, he skillfully carved a snowy ivory statue. That's fine, right? Um,
1: so far, it's okay. Although yeah. it's, like, start, it know, sound sexy, creeping in. He made it lovelier than any woman born and fell in love with his own creation. Hmm. What if we made him... I know we're down this, like, Hogs of War thing. Yeah, we can abandon it if you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would love to. Um... <laughs> mostly because I'm looking, now I am definitely looking at the team names and they yeah. are definitely super racist. Okay, so now perfect. I disavow ever even playing this game on perfect. PlayStation 1 when I was 10. <laughs> you remember, you know those like, um, they like have them in like martial arts gyms. They're sort of like, uh, punching bags, but they're mostly just the head and torso of, like, an aggressive looking man with, like, a buzz cut? Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. And you do, like, martial arts on them? Yeah. What if he's making that instead of, like, a sexy woman? Just to kind of, like, at least take the, like, you know, he could just be making this to, like, train on. But
0: meanwhile, with marvelous artistry, he skillfully crafted a martial arts dummy with a buzz cut. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. That's fine. To practice on. He made it lovelier than any woman born and fell in love with his own creation. The statue had all the appearance of a, I guess, should we say guy with a buzz cut?
1: Um, well, sort Just of like the, the, narrative. the upper torso armless guy with a buzz cut. Okay.
0: So that it seemed to be alive, to want to move, did not modesty forbid. True. Yeah. I mean, is that too sexy? Well, here's w- where it does get sexy. So cleverly did his art conceal its art. Pygmalion gazed in wonder, and in his heart there rose a passionate love for this image of a human form often he ran his hands over the work
1: feeling it to see whether it was flesh i think this is just where we turn it into like a cool training montage where it's like instead of feeling love for the figure he feels like motivated okay great to train and then he does instead of uh, what's the next thing he does he kissed the statue and imagined that it kissed him back no kicked it (laughs) kicked that's an easy that's an easy change kicked it And imagine it kicked him back. Obviously, (laughs) you'd have to imagine it doesn't have legs.
0: Spoke to it and embraced it and thought he felt his fingers sink into the limbs he touched so that he was afraid Swore at it and
1: choke held it. Okay, that's, mm. (laughs) You're worried this is too violent? It's for training.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit violent. It's becoming a little bit violent. And it's also like, I feel like this guy could stand to be a little bit less violent he's already it seems like he like lives in his basement <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right fine um what is what should he, he be carving then you know speaking of our my midwestern upbringing yeah one thing i've seen carved live is big block of butter big block of butter at the at the state fair the world's um, largest big block of butter yeah at the state fair every year the young woman who wins like miss minnesota or whatever mm-hmm poses at the state fair, and someone chisels their likeness into a big block of butter okay, for everyone nice. to kind of sit and admire. So I don't see anything like inherently sexual about that, although I, you know. I guess I should be writing this down, huh? I guess so. I still have the um, Hogs of War Wikipedia page up, so I can't really take notes.
0: So let's just have them go. We'll go when Pygmalion saw the
1: Hogs of War. Okay, we're keeping them in. Living such wicked lives. and Yeah, and let's say they're canceled. Just so he could just disavow them. Yeah, that's what living such wicked lives,
0: already that. He was revolted by their many faults. That's fine. Yeah. He had long lived a bachelor existence. This is fine. Nothing wrong with that. At some point, we start to swerve, right? Well, here's what we do now without any wife to share his home. This just fits the profile, doesn't it? I'm going to say at GameStop, Um, just to kind of paint a picture. He had long lived a bachelor existence without any wife to share his home. Meanwhile... So we're just abandoning the dummy. Meanwhile, with marvelous artistry, Mm -hmm. he carved. Should we say carved? What do you do with a slab of butter? He sculpted. Um, Yeah, I would say. Yeah, sculpt. Sculpt is right. The world's largest block of butter. Block of butter. Should we say for the state fair?
1: For the Minnesota State Fair, I think that thoroughly removes any kind of sexual connotation. It's not sexy at all.
0: Yeah. Great. Okay. He kissed the butter and imagined that it kissed him back.
1: Nope, nope, nope. No, okay. Um, Well, I don't know. I guess I'm thinking about someone kissing butter, and I guess it's not... Again, it's not immediately sexy to me, but I suppose if someone did it the right way... Okay. I don't know what that way is.
0: I think we can keep that in. Spoke to it and embraced it. That's fine. It's butter. Yeah. It's just part of his method. And thought he felt his fingers sink into the limbs he touched. So that he was afraid lest a bruise appear
1: where he had pressed the flesh. They would do that. They would not bruise. I think your finger would just go right into butter. I also think they mostly just stick to, like, at the the Minnesota State Fair, they mostly stick to, like, collarbones up.
0: Okay. Shall I say into the collarbone?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Sometimes he addressed it in flattering speeches, sometimes brought the kind of presence that just butter, the, the butter, that butter enjoys. It's a little bit weird. Maybe we'll just cut that part
1: out. Yeah, we'll just cut that part. That part's not essential to the story anyway. He dressed the limbs of his statue in woman's robes. That seems fine. Seems fine. He dressed the butter.
0: Let's have something a little bit less evocative. Let's just say in a robe. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. A bathrobe, a non-sexual bathrobe. I think that's good. an unsexy bathrobe. What's the opposite of alluring? Unsexy. Unalluring. An unalluring bathrobe, that's great. Dressed the butter in an unalluring bathrobe. Pearls hung from its ears, and
1: chains were looped upon its breast. Jesus,
0: I don't think we can have that.
1: I don't think we can have chains on the butter at all. I think that's too heavy. Um, I think we'll just have to do like. Well, we already said there is no. Because it's kind of collarbone area. Oh yeah. So we'll
0: just cut that line. Okay, it's we'll cut easy. it. That's
1: great. All this
0: finery became the image well, but it was no less lovely unadorned. Pygmalion then placed the statue right. on a couch.
1: I mean, it's not great for your couch. Okay, so
0: this is the sexy part, and, and you have to listen closely because Ovid is being uh, kind of winky wink here. Pygmalion okay. then s- placed the statue on a couch that was covered with cloth of Tyrian purple, laid its head to rest on soft down pillows as if it could appreciate them, and called it his bedfellow.
1: How oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, that's huh. That's doing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm obviously incredibly like horned <laughs> up right now just by that description <laughs> um but yeah i think that's definitely not great for your couch it's definitely not great for your bed not pad. good for butter either i think it's going to be murder for your <laughs> complexion if you like then put your head on that pillow like the next night okay so we do we,
0: we can't have him calling the butter bedfellow right i'm just going to i'm going to You think that's okay obviously like-
1: there's the problem that this is too sexy yeah there's a secondary problem that it's fucking ip infringement <laughs> <laughs> he laid the butter sculpture down on, how big is this thing? Like, I would say twice the size of human head. So okay. Like 2X. <laughs> can I just say on a plinth? That's usually that's, where they do the yeah. carving.
0: On a plinth. And then call, and called it his, and then we can just have something that's not bedfellow, which is very sexy. And as everyone knows.
1: Um, called it his. I guess we can go back to like Hogs of War if you really want I to. I don't.
0: I was, was kind of glad that we got away from it.
1: What do they call things in Hogs of War?
0: That's um, not you racist. You wouldn't want to know. Okay, yeah. Um, what about just what's like a thing that's like prize winner or something like that? Oh, like blue ribbon. Blue br- blue ribbon. There we go. His blue ribbon babe.
1: Mm. Babe's a little aggressive. He's yeah. sexy. Friend. Oh, you want alliteration? I did, I would love something beginning with B. Ball Bud. league. Bud. No. Blue ribbon Bud. Yeah, Bud. It's good.
0: <laughs> okay, this is great. So let's see. Basically, what happens next, and I just won't read all of it because it gets pretty flowery. Is uh, he goes to the Festival of Venus and this is prays coital?
1: Yeah, praise to the gods that the statue will come alive. Basically. Oh, I don't think you would want that for one of these butterheads.
0: So we'll have we'll go to the Minnesota State Fair, right?
1: The Minnesota State. This is working. Fair, yeah. which is celebrated. Fe- sound, feels like it. And we still have the Hogs of War stuff at sort of the front end of the story. Yeah, it's kind of like a little.
0: Yeah, it's in there. It's a little prologue. Teased. Celebrated with the greatest pomp, mm-hmm. and this is true, all through Minnesota. Just say the Ooh, Midwest. It's a, the Midwest. Yep. Midwest was now in progress. Okay. And heifers, their crooked horns gilded for the occasion, had fallen at the altar as the axe struck their snowy necks. Does that sound right? It's certainly violent. And I don't know if the two prude dudes are... I guess not. I've never been to a state fair. I think we're okay with this. Yeah. It's kind of nice language, too. I hate to change it. Well,
1: and it's not... It's certainly not sexy, no.
0: Yeah, and that's our main mandate here. Struck their snowy necks. Smoke was rising from the incense. So here's what Pygmalion says. If you gods can give all things, may I have as my wife, I pray... He did not dare to say the Ivory Maiden, but finished one like the Ivory Maid. The
1: implications are certainly sexual. Yeah. So I don't think we want him wishing that his statue would come to life so that he could have sex with it. Stood by the, what's something that you have at the state fair instead of altar? Because that sounds kind of archaic. Well, like everything's on a stick is kind of the thing about the, the Minnesota state fair. Okay, like, the, the give me an example of something that's on a stick at the Minnesota. Like deep fried Oreo on a stick. At the deep fried Oreo stall. Oh, that would be actually... I mean, that place is really busy. Okay. Is that okay, though? There's usually though? a huge line. I mean, you're going to be waiting a while.
0: Okay, that's all right. This is our story, you know?
1: I just maybe put it in there, you know? Just warn people. Okay, yeah. He's, uh,
0: Pygmalion having made his offering, stood by the deep-fried Oreo stall, uh, despite the long line. Yeah, that's good. And prayed that his butter sculpture would win the blue ribbon. Would win the prize.
1: Good, yeah, I guess. Because I think it's if you pray that it will be his wife, you know. Oh yeah. Well, that close to the deep fryers, I think you're probably more just like praying she doesn't melt.
0: Okay, so let's wrap this up. I'm just going to say what happens next. Uh, Venus hears his cries and does make the butter sculpture come alive, and he fucks her, and they have kids. Oh, Christ.
1: <laughs> this is the, this is a story you like. <laughs> is related to pretty women
0: (laughs) it's literally what pretty woman is based on certainly (laughs) i wonder if people are going to push back on this because everyone in rotten tomatoes said cinderella
1: but it's my fair lady you're thinking it's It's my
0: fair lady surely it's my fair Lady. yeah
1: it is obviously my fair lady yeah um and you're saying my fair lady is obviously this like story about this guy having sex with a statue
0: yes my or lady, in our
1: sanitized version
0: the musical
1: based on the play pygmalion <laughs> you know i'm realizing now <laughs> by that george bernard um, shaw we sort of stripped a lot of the the hogs um, of war stuff <laughs> we you know we did end up stripping a lot of the hogs of war stuff as i said i have disavowed kind of my knowledge of that so yeah no i'm, I'm worried that we maybe like lost a lot of the uh, conflict in the story because okay. now it's just about a guy who goes to the Minnesota State he Fair, really wants to win carves a bust yeah and then um hopes it wins a blue medal a blue ribbon okay you want it's kind to of just think- the story of someone who does do that
0: okay it's
1: like slice of life it's like this American life yeah <laughs> yeah okay well
0: it's too late to turn back now we can maybe put a little conflict in the I think we need to we need to come to a close here and so what do we do here I- do we want to say that it does I mean, a I guess what
1: ribbon? we say is like... Should we say it comes alive? That would be directed by M. Night Shyamalan. I think what we say is... Here's what we say. Okay. All that happens, right? Yeah. The guy goes to the butter, he carves the statue, yeah. he tries to win the, the blue medal, mm-hmm. and then at the last minute, the armies of Team Lard okay. invade the Isle of Swill okay. and kind of like reclaim... And that's pretty
0: butter-related.
1: I think this is sort of like zooming out. It's sort of like bigger picture. You know, like we saw this one kind of like slice of life story about this butter sculptor. And now we're kind of like zooming out to the big picture, which is like this world engulfed in war. Okay. Over this resource, Swell. And that book ends it nicely too. It's like Tolkien.
0: Okay and the armies of team Lard and someone else is there another one that's not like problematic to say
1: oh gosh um i guess we could say i mean it, i guess you could say tommy's trotters that's what the english team is called great i could say uncle ham's hogs meanwhile the world became After engulfed that, in a deadly a pretty... war between
0: the armies of team lord and tommy's trotters i don't know why they would be battling against one another allies <laughs> Engulfed in a deadly war waged by the armies of Team Lard and Tommy's Trotters.
1: Sure. I don't actually... We can say Team Lard versus Tommy Trotters. Okay, that's fine. I I don't remember the lore of the game that well.
0: And although Pygmalion's sculpture won first place, this feels like we really just kind of zoomed out a little bit too
1: far. (laughs) Yeah, we do do that sometimes. Is there any way we could, like, tie it in? (laughs) Like... Maybe there's a statement we can make about, like, war's impact on art and culture. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, fine. Here we go. I'm just going to finish it because we have to go. Uh, ushering in an era of... Artistic oppression. Creative op- oppression. An era of creative oppression despite the promising uh,
1: butter... Sculpting. Sculpting
0: that was Career. in... What, no, I want to say butter sculpting um, art that was in its infancy.
1: Oh, uh, the the like spark of like buttery expression. Great. There we go. Spark of buttery Snuffed expression. Snuffed out in its infancy. Snuffing out.
0: There we go. Snuffing out this bright spark. I'm going to re- read it back to you real fast. I guess we could say
1: just to like not make it a sad one because that's like a really sad ending. What did you say? The bright, bright spark of buttery what? Expression. Expression, that's great. And that's a really sad ending, so just to kind of like give it a button but make it a happy ending, Mm -hmm. he marries and fucks the butter statue. Okay, that's fine. And I can't remember why
0: we were doing this in the first place, so it seems fine. He marries
1: and fucks the butter statue. Can I read this back to you? Yeah, please. Okay.
0: The story of Pygmalion. When Pygmalion saw the hogs of war at GameStop living such wicked lives, he was revolted by their many faults.
1: This is fine. It's sort of like that you're sort of in the narrative universe of Hogs of War there. Yeah. <laughs> which you kind of like, it's a little it breakneck. Sets it up. but Yeah.
0: Yeah. He had long lived a bachelor existence without any wife to share his home. Now Trends. we're out of,
1: now, so we are out of the narrative universe of yeah. Hogs of War. Okay.
0: Meanwhile, with marvelous artistry, he sculpted the world's largest block of butter for the Minnesota State Fair. He kissed the butter and imagined that it kissed him back. I'm surprised we left that in, but it's too late to change it now. Spoke to you it in it. You said it wasn't it. sexy. I said it yeah. could be sexy
1: if done correctly.
0: <laughs> and thought he felt his fingers sink into the collarbone. He dressed the butter yeah, in an
1: fine. unalluring
0: close. bathrobe. Mm-hmm. Then laid it down. How high. unalluring?
1: He dressed the butter sculpture in an extremely unalluring. Because I'm thinking about it now. Yeah still a little bit alluring a little bit thinking about like a robe hanging off like uh shoulders and head made out of butter (laughs) yeah
0: okay i'm doing my best here he dressed the butter sculpture in an extremely unalluring bathrobe he laid it then laid it down on a plinth and called it his blue ribbon bud would you say set it on a plinth doesn't Uh, matter minor change that's fine Then set it on a plinth the minnesota state fair which is celebrated with the greatest pomp through all the midwest was now in progress And heifers, their crooked horns gilded for the occasion, had fallen at the altars. The axe struck their snowy necks. Again, I haven't been to Minnesota. I think that's what it's like.
1: It certainly is like that. I don't know why they're doing it, like, right there at the state (laughs) there.
0: (laughs) Pygmalion, having made his offering, stood by the deep-fried Oreo stall, despite the long line, and prayed that his butter sculpture would win the prize. Mm Mm-hmm and this is where we zoom out a little bit meanwhile the world became engulfed in a deadly war between the armies of Team Lard and Tommy's Trotters ushering in an era of creative oppression snuffing out this bright spark of buttery expression in its infancy
1: wow it's pretty dark
0: Pygmalion did however marry and fuck the butter statue <laughs>
1: perfect wow what a happy ending <laughs> yeah. it is a romance after all yeah.
0: <laughs> and if you haven't seen uh, Pretty Woman
1: <laughs> it's, just, it's pretty much just that <laughs> That was like a we sort of fucked up the episode cuz we actually spent the entire time describing the movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> got a little bit of time left here. We got about 10 minutes. Do you want to
1: what do you, you want? Do, do you want to do the wanna foot arm challenge? Yeah, I do. I would like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Foot arm challenge, viral trend at mm-hmm. the 14 minute 50 second mark, Julia Roberts is helping Richard Gere yeah, find his way to Beverly Hills. Okay? Um, in his car. He's like, yeah, this is fine. Mm-hmm. Get in the car If I get pulled over by the police I'll just say She was helping me Find my way to Beverly Hills Yeah Smart But anyway she says
0: You know your foot's as big as your arm From your elbow to your wrist Did you know that?
1: No I didn't know
0: that It's a little bit of trivia Did you know That your foot <laughs> I can't quite get there uh, So the forearm challenge is to just fucking prove it
1: Here we Did go you know your money where your, f- your mouth is
0: Your foot is as long as your forearm You're aware this is an audio medium right?
1: Yeah, you'll have to describe it. Perfect, and everyone love, can love just this. do this at home too. It's this is a fucking TikTok challenge.
0: Okay, he's doing it. It's a TikTok challenge. He's putting his foot up. Danner's taking his shoes off for the occasion. He's I don't put. his wear he,
1: shoes in my house.
0: Okay, you wear my, shoes my, in your own house? Currently wearing shoes. Let's see. Yep. Okay, he's showing me his foot. I see the foot. Now can I see the forearm? He's placed his forearm against his foot, and yeah, it's I would say definitely longer. I would say they're, they're it's close. Everybody, please tweet Seed about off. this episode with hashtag footarm challenge.
1: Footarm uh, challenge. Look at this.
0: Yeah. He's put, put his foot up against his forearm, and it's sort of like, yeah, no, the forearm's a lot longer. Forearm's, forearm's definitely longer.
1: a lot longer. Okay. Great. So I lose the footarm challenge. Are you going to do it?
0: I guess. Uh, I guess you describe it.
1: <laughs> I've lost.
0: Okay. It's hard to do. And I guess that- if
1: you lose the footarm challenge, you nominate someone else. So I nominate Jack Shepard. God, yeah. this is going to spread like fucking wildfire. Ow. Ow. You we should call foot? TikTok and apologize. Yeah, a little bit.
0: I can't. How did you do it?
1: I guess I'm just more flexible than that. Ah! Ah! Wow, Jack is so inflexible.
0: Ah! I think it's the same size. Ah! You win. Okay.
1: You still have to nominate someone. I nominate. Do, ce- do a celebrity, Ellen. Julia Roberts. Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay. <laughs> I think Ellen's canceled anyway. Footarm yeah, foot arm challenge yeah i think we i think we use this podcast I, am, I have a lot of fun doing this podcast with you and i think it's provides a valuable service to the sex bugs and the mm-hmm. bed pots yeah this has been but a particularly useful one i think it's nice to, to kind of have like a side gig launching these viral yeah. challenges just seeing what we can get to take off
0: yeah try to do the foot arm challenge film it Place it in the comments. Put it on TikTok. Put it on TikTok. Yeah, yeah.
1: Nominate Ellen. Nominate Ellen. So let's can get figure this out going. How to do that. Let's yeah. get this
0: started. <laughs> um, you want to do burns? Yeah, let's do some burns here. Um, I guess I'll go first. Burn, burn of the
1: week. week, Jack. I fucking paid you for an hour and a half. I need you. <laughs> I
0: said burn of the week. Um let's see I'm just looking for my burn here it is ready yep uh, it's early on uh Richard Gear uh for all the gearheads out there that's your king that's your king <laughs> has picked up Julia Roberts under the pretense or reality that he needs her to give him directions and I guess he also knows that they're probably gonna have relations back in his hotel. It's kind of unstated, but that's seems likely at this point. It's sort of confusing he knows what he's doing. you sort
1: of think he's gonna take her in just to like be a nice guy. Yeah. But then they do end up having this kind of psychosexual yeah. adventure with I love Lucy. Yeah.
0: And he's like No, I want to find Beverly Hills. Can you give me directions? She goes,
1: Sure five bucks. That's ridiculous.
0: Crash just went up to
1: 10. And he says, you "Can't charge me for directions." And then she says,
0: "I can do anything I want to, baby. I ain't lost."
1: <laughs> so good. It's yeah, so good. She nails it. <laughs> she fucking crushes it. <laughs> she kills it. Later when they end up, this is my other burn. He kind of reverses the burn cuz when she enters his world and she's sort of like she she's dressed like someone who would be getting the attention of a gentlemen on the street. Mm-hmm. And she's in the lobby of this very fancy hotel, and everyone's kind of scandalized. And they're standing by the elevator waiting, and there's a couple of like old stiffs there. Yeah. And the elevator doors open, and she jumps in, and there's a little couch, and she jumps on, and she's like, Well,
0: color me happy. There's a sofa in here for two.
1: <laughs> like, just trying to be as obnoxious as possible in front of these like hoity toity rich people. That's good. And they're awesome. Um, and Richard Gere turns to them, and yeah. this is the bird, and he says, First time in an elevator. <laughs> Good. A lot of burns in this movie. Uh they
0: do fall in love. Uh Pretty Woman is Julia Roberts, and Richard Gere is Richard Gere and George Costanza is in it. Have we said everything? It's time for us to leave now, and I would like to leave a go. I'd like to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me. I'd like to thank the um B babies so very much for bearing with us. We do love and kiss you all day. and Sex um, bugs. Yes. Bedpots. This week we watched the film the film we watched was called Pretty Woman. Next week we've decided in advance we're going to be watching Sense and Sensibility with the Ang Lee version. That's uh, one of we the We sort of like we, we like
1: mental mapped out together in this moment of like pure synergy. Yeah. Like <laughs> just agreed on like what the next 3 of our li- th- 3 weeks of our lives would look like. Pretty good. Like already forecasted our moods. And I think we're spot on so far. Spot I'm really on. looking forward to Ang Lee's Sense and Ang Lee's Sense and Sensibility. It's a
0: masterpiece. Yeah, I've seen it. I love it. All that remains for me to say this week. I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is
1: Tanner Greenring, and I hope that you find your shopping spree ever after. Best I could do. Well, it was pretty poor. We might be <laughs> <driving>. <laughs> have to go see what my dog's barking at because no one okay. else is home and all my doors are open. I'll be right back. Okay. My neighbors across the street had the fucking gall to check uh-huh. their mail. Outrageous.